Catch a vibe with Big Hass only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Peace and love, and welcome uh, to another episode of Catch a Vibe with me, Big Hass. It's actually our uh, 34th episode, so episode number 34, uh, right here on Pulse 95 Radio. Catch a Vibe airs every Saturday and Sunday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. local time. You can catch all the interviews on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on all the audio streaming services as well. Um, what's really cool about Catch a Vibe is the fact that it's Pulse's first and only music dedicated radio show. That's one. Two, we humanize the artists, we talk to them, we get to know them. Um, and, and third, which is something I've begun to notice, it rejuvenates me because you can imagine the diversity of, uh, of the musicians, the artists, the songwriters, the singers um, that come to the studio and just everyone has a different story. And that somehow for me kind of rejuvenates me and I kind of need that. I've been doing this since 2006 or seven. And sometimes I feel um, kind of, you know, just slow or like a burnout. And these musicians or artists, creatives come in and just really, truly inspire me. So big love and respect. And thank you guys for the love and support. Today's guest, man oh man. First of all, he's a legend in the game. When we talk about UAE music, definitely a legend. Any musicians that you've seen, you know, perform, we'll say that for sure. Um, Somebody that impacted the UAE music scene for sure. Um, he's an incredible drummer. Like when we talk about the base of drummer and all that musician, a very, very creative individual. Um, but I think I want to get to know him as a person. And this is why I wanted to have him here because, you know, um, specifically with musicians, sometimes, you know, a bassist, a guitarist, not a lot of people want to want to talk to them for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I'm really interested because they make it. They make they, they make the, 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 the artist um, kind of or the singer kind of pop up even more um and with this individual he has a lot of impact and if you know me you know i love the word impact so without further ado we're gonna say peace and love to the legendary incredible uae bass drummer ronnie afif hello wallah hi hello hello how are you i'm good man thank you so much for coming through thank you for having me on the show and uh, that was a tremendous intro overwhelming <laughs> no it's Wallahi, it's the fact. Okay, listen, we want to start with, obviously, drums. What was Roni Afif's intro to, to drums? Like, how did you get... You're obviously from Lebanon, yes, uh, based here in the UAE. But how, how did you get into drums? What was it? Do you remember the first time you got into drums? Uh, it started more... Uh, uh, I started playing oriental percussions. Okay. You know, it starts in the family. There's a... Oh yeah, that's birthday, a, any Arab family. Yeah, <laughs> wedding, any celebration and reason, and then you pick up the uh, darbuka. Darbuka. Darbake. Darbake. Say it. Uh, yeah. In yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it started from there. And uh, I had the relatives, like cousins, who also played, and but they took it to another level. They were playing. They were doing some uh, gigs with singers and all that. And I wow. followed so through. Any anyone famous like we know? Uh I don't remember. Okay. That was that was a, but, a long time ago. So obviously, it started with you as a family tradition. Yes. Um, but when do you, do you take it, the, 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 yeah. the next step? The next step is uh, probably I was I started playing drums. It was late. So okay. before that, it was mainly Oriental music, Arabic music. And I did study it as well. Okay. And then I saw a local band playing. And I remember they were playing some uh, rock cover from Metallica. Oh, wow. And I saw the drummer. up close, yeah, the drummer. 
And back then, uh, no internet, يعني, no YouTube. What uh, year was that, Ronnie? Uh, 96. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Th- there were internet in the world, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Not in the you, premise. YouTube itself ha- launched in 2005, so yeah. I, I get it. Uh, so, yeah, I seen it up close and I, I can't tell you exactly what it was, but I got mesmerized. And hmm. ever since, I just wanted. You know, to play the drum. You know what's interesting? So I have a theory, and maybe you can shut down this theory. We don't have a lot of Arab drummers. And the, my theory is, is because obviously we don't have basements like in the States where you can... Uh, uh, does that have anything to do? Because, you know, like it, to practice drums in an apartment or a house maybe is difficult. You, of course it is. And uh, there is, there is uh, I don't know, from my experience, I, I cannot say in general, but from my personal experience, we had, uh, you had a social... aspect you know like this instrument is not from while they were okay i mean the the rebecca makes the yeah not the same amount of noise but it's within that range it's noisy it is yeah right so mm. we cannot say about the dynamics so it's Correct. basically uh it's not you're gonna start playing uh foreign music uh ah. that's not our culture that was one part okay second part is the space and the noise third part is the economical aspect Mm. Well, th- th- this this whole thing happened in Lebanon or here? Lebanon. Okay. Lebanon. Uh, and and when did you move here? In 2006. Wow. Okay. Um, 2006. Okay. So I still want to ask you, what was it about drums? Because I personally, for me, I, f- I, f- I feel that love too. I never really got into it, but I, I love it. Like I love the the whole vibe. Is it is it the the the, the drummer as a as a, as a, as an act? How he he or she is. is acting on or what was it about the drums that attracted you to get to take it it's, professionally it's basically the beat but uh, I, I could say it in another way I'm not being evasive or anything but it could be that it chooses you more than mm. you, it, it clicks I mean so when, when you have like when we I even have one of my kids he will just hit on everything he will just drum whenever he he hears that <laughs> he will not try to sing first he will just hit and i was the same more or less mm. but uh, with drums i liked uh, opposed to the rebecca i liked the options there's there's mm. a bigger uh, variety of uh, sounds you can choose from uh, there is more possibilities mm. And the challenge, and on on top of that, uh, personality-wise, I I don't like to be in front. Okay. So like th- okay, that's okay. a good cover, also. Wow. Okay. Um, so now we we got to know you a little bit, and I think um, yeah, with uh, specifically with 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 drums is um, yeah, really incredible. So I have still have a lot of more questions, but I want to take a short break, and in that break, Roni, I want to play if you don't mind um, one record out of your album. Is it called Zuruf? Yes, um, and we're gonna talk more about that. But which 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 record? I, I really like time drifting. Yes, huh? That's that's one of my favorites. Too. Really? Yeah. So uh, like uh, we're gonna play a little bit of um, uh, time drifting. Um, amazing, 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 incredible album. Really, in my in my opinion, we're gonna talk more about it. And this was like what dropped in 2014 or something like yes. that. Yes, 2014. So I'm gonna play a little bit of it, and we're gonna be right back with Roni Afif. An incredible, ladies and gentlemen, legendary drummer and human being based here in the area. Enjoy this. We're going to be right back. Catch a vibe. 
with Big Hass, only on Pulse, Pulse 95. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Catch a Vibe, um, episode number 34. We are with um, the incredible musician, drummer, percussionist, Ronnie Afif, um, whose impact really is remarkable. And we'll talk about that, but we'll try to get to know him. So obviously, Ronnie, um, you know, as, as, as you're Lebanese uh, Arab family You got into it by You know Just being uh, From the Derbeke the And then you got into it You know Professionally And all these um, in, in between uh, We just heard For example One record From your um, album Zoruf And I'm playing Zoruf right now Actually um, What What, what um, Sparked you To create this um, Album Which just dropped In 2014 Of uh, First of all, I wanted to break away from the the stereotype of uh, just playing drums because I I mean actually when I studied I did not study drums I okay. studied musicology and they did not have drums, drums in the university where I studied in Lebanon. Wow. Okay. And I pursued it on my own private lessons and records how everybody does drums. It. Self-taught. Yeah, mm. not not really no. self-taught. Okay, okay. I, I did study a lot of okay, okay, okay. to not take the Okay, credit. okay. Uh, but yeah, I had uh, a lot of melodies. I'm not super versed when we talk about harmonies and all that crazy stuff. I I can play basic piano. Okay. To get myself. But, but how did Zoruf come about? Like you know, wh- why did you want to put an album like that? I don't know to stay away from the you know and and to get out of the box of just drumming. Yeah, and I had those melodies. Why not? I had mm. the melodies in my head, and but like you know, what's interesting? This was dropped like about seven, eight years ago yeah. or so, and um, yeah, it's just remarkable. Uh, do, do you have a personal favorite record? Um, you know, from from this album that you personally personally like? Uh, it's it's a tough question. Yeah, to, I mean, to ask you know, like uh, I I've heard you kind of get tired. You've heard this. Yeah, I've heard it so so many times. Yeah, and it's time to do... uh, Something else. Something else. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's a good album. Uh, All the circumstances and the musicians uh, came together. uh, How long did it take you to put this album together? I mean, I had the music. I had the music in a form. I recorded it MIDI and I put it in a computer and Mm. it sat there for like years. Oh, wow. Until one of my uh, friends, a great pianist, uh, Tarek, it, Tarek Yemeni. Tarek, ta- what? Yeah, yeah legend. That's another legend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he did a lot. He rearranged a lot harmonically. Oh. Did a lot, and then it took that shape. Wow! And what a story. That's cool. Yeah, That's cool. We recorded it in New York. I went there. Mm. He he hooked the musicians, uh, the bass and oh. the sax player, and we went in and we recorded it two days out. Then what? Yeah. Wow, in New York. Yeah, that that's remarkable. Okay, um, so I can't wait to definitely to hear you know more m- more new stuff from you. But uh, let's talk challenges, Roni. As a, as a drummer and precautionist, kind of doing what you're doing and all these years, what is like the main challenge? Whether it's socially or technically for you as a as an Arab Lebanese, you know, individual, um, tell me about some of the challenges. I mean, challenge number one is to keep the consistency of being ready on the instrument. Meaning? Meaning you have to put in the work on daily basis. Mm. Uh, that's the theory. And w- I'll do my best to put in the work and practice every day. And it's going to take time away from everything, from the family and, you know. Sacrifice. Yeah. 
but you had to stay in shape. Uh, mm, instrumental shape. I, I like that. Perfect. Of course, to, to serve the music because we're doing something big when we perform, when we play. It's not merely mm. entertainment or, uh, or whatnot. It means more to me. Big one <laughs> applause. You see, ladies and gentlemen, musicians like that, this mentality, though, um, Roni, is disappearing slowly, slowly, what you just said. No? Uh, I, I can't say. I can't say. The, the circle around me of musicians, they are... Like that. They are the same. We're okay. like-minded. Okay. You know? But hopefully, what would one would think it should spread Facts. more into the scene. Okay. So you spoke about some of the challenges, which is obviously staying in shape. Uh, what about socially? Like, you know, as uh, we talked about it, like, you know, when, when we talk about drums... It's something that's not seen as maybe, why are you getting into r- drums? You know, like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, you, you got this as of course, grown up? Of course. <laughs> I, I, How do you I, deal with it? Uh, <laughs> I, you just keep on doing uh. what you do. I just, I mean, and it's part of the character. I, I just pursue what I want until I can prove myself wrong. Wow. And then you I change. To, mm. But yeah, if if you wanted to listen to everybody around, you wouldn't probably be able to achieve. Gr- gr- growing up, did, did it? Maybe you could tell us. Did did you reach a level where oh man, I can't do this anymore? Like did you like nearly was gonna like leave this? Well, you were determined. Not when I was growing up. It happened uh, like a couple of years back when oh. I was doing. Yeah, it's uh, it's still happening till now. The people are like telling you, like not not because of the people, but at the end uh, you get burnout. Yeah, you, you burn out and then uh, uh, you have to stay, as I'm saying, in shape. You have to do honest music. You have to perform honestly. And then uh, that come that can become a burden at some point. Mm. It can it can burn you. You will stop. But uh, growing up, uh, I set the goal. I want to do this and you just can't move me. I just keep on going forward. I'll do whatever it takes to achieve it. Um, for anybody who's interested to be like obviously uh, like say a drummer what what's the sort of work ethic that needed I, l- I love how you speak about it but what's the sort of work ethic needed uh, for, for something like everything needs work ethic of course yeah. but for, for, for drums um, is there anything specific you can tell them if somebody is already playing drums right now and listening to us and he or she is getting in the mood of that yeah. what sort of tips you have for them especially early on something that they can learn quickly right now from you I from mean you. I would I would repeat what my teacher told and still tells me mm. um, no shortcuts you, ha- you have to put in the work and I I don't have much experiences with uh, practicing other instruments but I know drums is demanding physically and since you're using all your limbs and uh, mm. you kind of have to develop this they call it independence. I call it interdependence. But uh, yeah, just enjoy the process because mm. you're gonna have good days, you're gonna have bad days, you're gonna have stuff that's not gonna work. Just keep on doing it. The, things the am- will come. <clears throat> the amount of um, people, musicians, that said that statement right here on the show is remarkable. I think out of 34 episodes, maybe something like about 25 or 26 people have said, enjoy the process, it's all about the process. Yeah. Um, and absolutely, I, I agree with that. Um, we're going to take a short break, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be back with, uh, with Ronnie. Ronnie, you are the radio host right now. And which record do you want me to play? It doesn't have to be from your album. I would say any record that is clean, <laughs> radio, radio friendly. 
whatever it is that you have in mind. What would you like? Where were you? Who you were listening to? Like when you were growing up, let's say. Oh, I let's mean, it's it's variety of stuff. G- I give me a name. Maybe we can play them on the radio. I'm trying to think of something that can be <laughs> yeah played, played on the radio. On the radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but but seriously, who are some of the bands that you used to listen to? Uh, like yeah, the automatically off the top. I mean, I listen a lot to. Uh, I mean. Different genre. Yeah. But yeah. like uh, growing up, I listened a lot to... Uh, like jazz, for example. Uh, I would say uh, my favorite record uh, like uh, that I heard a lot from the beginning is uh, Chick Corea's tune. It's called The Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter. Yeah. Okay, let's let's play that. Yeah. Let's. I think it's clean. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, 100%. So we're going to play that, ladies and gentlemen. We're going <laughs> to be right back. We are with um, UAE-based drummer, percussionist, um, somebody um, who really impacted uh, you know, musicians here in the UAE. We're going to talk about that up next, but right now, let's hear. What's the record, Ronnie? The name of the album, the name of the record is The Mad Hatter. You oh. can choose any track from, from it. Yeah, we're going to hear that. Uh, Humpty Dumpty, maybe it's good. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe uh, we'll hear that and we'll be right back. Keep it luck. Pulse 95 Radio. Catch a vibe. Catch a vibe with Big Hess. Only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Radio. Big Hess with you guys. Um, obviously, every Saturday and Sunday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Episode n- number 34 uh, today. And I just want to shout out all the musicians, all the singers, songwriters, um, music enthusiasts, people who have a platform for music or creatives. Shout out to everybody. Uh, we are with... Uh, Ronnie Afif, who is, um, we're just getting to know him as uh, people that play music and do music in the UAE know the name Ronnie Afif. Uh, so, Ronnie, I want to ask you um, you moved to the UAE in 2006. Um, okay, so t- tell me, when you first got here, what were your thoughts? Like, did you start getting, you know, obviously booked to perform? Who did you meet? Um, who did you collaborate with? How did you start your journey in the UAE musically? So I, when I arrived here, we were kind of uh, fed up running away from the war that was going on back then. And it, was, it was at the same time they were bombing at the end. Mm. And then I left. We just couldn't enough. Yeah. Uh, so at the beginning to settle down, I was not. I was trying to finish from that uh, nightmare. And then uh, I met uh, people. I knew them from before. Okay. Uh, because I used to also work in uh, Virgin Mecca store in a day selling records. J- yeah, jazz records. Really? Yeah. What in Lebanon? Yeah, in Lebanon. In Insane. So I met. Uh, I met. Uh, who, who did Who did you meet? Like what? Kamal. Kamal Hum Salam. Yes, I met him there. What? And we ended up playing from there. We met them there on the jazz stand. Oh my God! No, no, what a story! B- both are incredible. Like, I've had Kamal yeah, on the yeah. show as well, and. Um, you met Kamal in a Virgin Mega Store. Yes, yes. <laughs> Me and then we had a bass player, not my brother, another Ali. Oh he man, also was working there. Well, shout out to your brother, of course, Idia. <laughs> also another legend yeah. right here. Um, okay, who else did you meet in this store? And I met uh, Assad. Uh, what? Assad's brother, like he's over there also. And then consequently, I met Assad because of that. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about you met them at the store? I met, yeah, Rami at the store. Like they came in to buy they something? They came in asking for a CD. And I was like, no, you don't need that. Take that CD. It's better. And then we start talking. And then... That is insane. Yeah. No, this is... Ins- ladies and gentlemen, if you know <laughs> these names, you go like, what? They met at a Virgin Mega store in Lebanon? That's crazy. Um, okay, so you're here. You're trying to find, obviously... So, yeah, they were here. I arrived here. I already had 
friends. Friends, and we, yeah. yeah. And the connections. And we started doing music. It didn't take long. Like, it took three weeks. And then I was playing with Kamal. I was playing with uh, Asad and Rami. Mm. And then uh, uh, we met uh, another friend of ours, a uh, Belgian pianist, who, who visit, visited us last week after 15 years. His name is Olivier. Olivier. Uh, so he's playing keyboard, and then that was the band. And my brother followed after. So the band is what, the Afif band? No, or? we didn't do that back yeah. then. So what so was I, the band I called? Was, uh, I was working as a sessionist for uh, Kamal yeah. uh, with the Assad, the Abstract Collision. Mm-hmm. Abstract, okay, okay. With uh, Olivier, Olivier's band. Okay. And then the, whoever <laughs> called okay. good music, we go. That, 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 and so that's my question. I, I know that you performed with, for example, I know Abri, for example. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Later on, not in South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, who who were you? You were going around playing with with all yes, these different, yes, yes. you know, people. Um, it was more centered around jazz, so it's not more about the people. It's more about the genre and the people okay. who could interact with it. But back then, Ronnie, I mean, take me back then. This was like obviously when you came here in 2006. Maybe yeah. you started playing in 2007 or eight. Yeah. Uh, how was the music s- community back then? I mean, it was smaller, uh, and we didn't really. It kind of fit, you know, how the circumstances. So I was surrounded by like-minded people. Okay. Okay. Like what I'm trying to do now. Uh, so we did the same music, uh, and if, uh, me, Olivier, and Eli, we were living in the same apartment okay. too. Okay. Okay. So okay. we're waking up every day. We were practicing. Playing so music. So, I wouldn't say the whole scene, but I would say my immediate scene was Circle. was good. My mm. my sir was fine. Like, did you play around in in places? In in in. in w- yes, mainly we were uh, we were based. I don't know if you mm. remember. Can we say the name of the venue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we played a lot at the Blue Bar. I stayed there. Okay, for okay, like okay. In a day. Wow. And we could even you. No, I don't know if someone remembers. We did, we did organize the jazz festival in Blue Bar in a day. Like uh, where wow. the musicians flying. Olivier organized it that, with musicians flew from That jazz Europe. fest? Like, not not the big one. Okay, we, okay. we managed to do... A jazz fest your way? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. What year was that? Uh, like 2007, 2008. Insane. Yeah. Um, but where, how were the perception of people back then? Because I'm trying to figure out did people's minds change? You know, the UAE is such a transit place. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out to go back to this era. I came to the UAE in 2016. So 2007 and 2008, I wasn't here. And I don't know how was how was the, the music listeners like? What, what were they like? They they were enjoying it. The place okay. was packed. Okay. Uh, it was a different crowd. Uh, we were playing whatever we wanted to play. And it was good. You, you still get the response. Uh, Do you think that's different now? It's not the people that changed. It's uh, it's the venues. It's the mentality. Uh, In what way? Uh, I would say, like, uh, unfortunately, I would say, like, uh, the corporate and the agencies. It got businessy. That's uh, too. How would I say? You cannot have one entity to not point at the person, and it will become personal. Uh, one entity who can take the load of deciding what's good uh, musically mm. for the scene, what will work for the corporate scene, and uh, you're gonna give in another entity in another venue uh, the F and B, yeah, food and beverage, yeah. to decide 
what's good musically over here. And all the music is revolving around the comfort of the, the, the digestion, I call it. Mm, you wow. know, like the dinner and, and uh, other people. Ran out applause right here. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for this. Yeah, so, yeah. And then, obviously, you have the needs. You have musicians yeah. who need to survive or yeah. they need to work. Then yeah. they give in. And that changes, but that does not mean that the people are resistant to certain genre, like to be specific, jazz, mm. instrumental jazz. There was a whole myth, people cannot handle it, and jazz is dying. And then it got proven wrong. We have a new venue, a jazz lounge. Now yeah. we're playing, and yeah. we're playing most of the nights as instrumental. We're playing jazz. Incredible. And people are there. S someone said jazz is dying? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there, there is a big word. I mean, let's say not, it's it's morphing. It's becoming uh, more global. Okay. I would call it like that. It's I changing. Agree. I agree. Um, so I'm, this is uh, this is you playing. It's like exactly eight years ago. Oh, he knew. <laughs> it's eight years ago. This was at Blue Bar, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to know, Roni, the state of mind you're in when you're drumming. You're, you're not here. Look at that. <laughs> Abri is looking at you. I'm done. And the crowd is obviously getting... It's what we call a drum solo. We're here. And it's not done yet. Oh. You're just watching it. T take me through your state of mind. Like, seriously. It's... It should. It's. It, you just go. Yeah, you know. just go. That's the. That's the. Yeah. That's the thing. A hundred percent. But um. But where? Like how? Wh like what? What are the feelings you have when you are like in it this starts, state? It starts like at the beginning, like to be cautious. It will start with a small cell, okay, or a rhythmic figure, and yeah. then you start playing with that, and then it takes you somewhere else. Then it takes you somewhere else. You're just playing within that frame. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, do you, uh, Ronnie? Do you get that every single time you play, or is it just only a few moments? Uh, I can't say every single time. No, it's there's always ups. There's always good nights and bad nights. Mm. And uh, I talk from my perspective. I'm yeah. not talking from the listener's yeah. perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm not really known to be very forgiving with myself first. So. Right. So you're yeah, like, sometimes it can be like harsh. you're a perfectionist about like your Roni Roni is. That's not no. It has to mean something. Okay. It's not about the technique. It's okay. not about uh, being perfect. Y you have to say the good words, like as if we're talking. Yeah, you, ha you have to say something meaningful. Wow, cool. I, I want to play you something. I don't know if you if you know this uh, record or no. Just want to see your face. I'm telling you, he's not gonna see this coming, but. <laughs> any any ideas at all, Ronnie? Not yet. Not yet? Nothing? So, okay, I'm gonna give you a hint. Did you watch like Arabic cartoon growing up? Yes. Anime, like, you know, old yeah. Arabic cartoon, you know, like the Captain Magic and all I these was things. before that. Oh, before that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What did we have before that? Like. Uh uh, okay, you said it, bro. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Sammy Clark. Yeah. Uh, may he so rest in peace. 
Does Grindaiza mean anything to you, Ronnie? Seriously, because I love Grindaiza. Yes, of course. We grew up watching that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even the lyrics of Grindaiza meant something. Yeah. It's like, Grindaiza, this, uh, this planet Earth is so small, man. You yeah. know? You know, we, we, yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah. I get emotional. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I like the other one uh, that we watched a lot. Uh, what was it? Uh, <laughs> Which Bel Belle Sebastian. Belle Sebastian. I like okay. that. Yeah, that, we have to have a whole segment about this. <laughs> <laughs> about like Ayam al Tayyibin, we call it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, it was Jungar, Grandizer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, incredible. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are, <laughs> this took a turn. Uh, we are with Roni Afif, incredible drummer, um, and, and just really somebody who really impacted the UAE music community really heavy. Um, Roni, I want to put you on the spot again. Uh, from your album, I want to play a record. Which album, would, which, which song would you want us to play right now? Uh, Roni's Lament. Roni's? Lament. Oh, okay. Is there a story from that record or we can talk about it later? Or no, it's just no, no, no it's just like that. When, when, just like a hint, when, when you compose, it's not like a there's a story behind it. Classical music, it mm. don't have to, just a melody, and then that's interesting. If yeah. for marketing you like to put a story on it, that's your business. <laughs> if you want to keep it real, just uh, say it. I like that. <laughs> We're gonna be right back, you guys. Keep it locked. It's Catch a Vibe on Pulse ninety five Radio. Catch a vibe with Big Hass only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Big Hass right here. Um, I'm win with uh, Roni Afif, who is um, you know, somebody who um, is really passionate about uh, drums and just percussion and music. Would you say that you're passionate? Yes, 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 of course. Um, does this passion, do you feel and fear, fear that this passion will ever uh, go away? No. Never? Never. I'll, I'll keep on doing that till the last breath. That's it. Amazing. Um, okay, so we spoke briefly uh, before about some of the challenges that you, that you faced. I, I want to know from you now in 2023, what are the challenges that faces an authentic, real musician going through, you know, their lives? With everything that's going on right now, with the clickable, you know, the, everything is snackable. They want everything so short and they want everything to the... I'll get, I'm going to give you a fact that is crazy to you, um, Ronnie. I'm sure you're going to get shocked a bit. I've worked in a couple of streaming services uh, without saying any names. Mm. And they tell me this. They tell me, Hassan, now, if a song does not start singing, like there's vocals, after two or three seconds, the user will skip, skip that. Yeah. So weird. Two seconds. So that means, and the song has to be like maximum two minutes and a half. And then, okay. So what they're making is criteria for a song to hit. Knowing all this, what does it? What are the challenges you face, knowing your beliefs and knowing what you think about music and how music should impact and elevate and all these things? Do you struggle with that? I mean, of course, there's a struggle, uh, and I, I would say I haven't figured it out yet for myself. Uh, but we should adapt to a middle ground in between that. So now looking at the commercial aspect of how to optimize streaming and revenue and all of that corporate stuff and find a good balance by allowing creativity within that is a difficult job. Are you stuck there? Uh, kind of. I'm not really focusing on it because okay. it is what it is. I mean, what I play and my perspective till now 
so far does not fit there. Very interesting. Very interesting you say that. So, so, so for me, if I, if you don't mind, mm, yeah. um, how do you like you are you're making a living out of music right now, or do you yeah. do you work something else? Yeah, I do something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. So music is not 100% that. I did for 20 or so years full time music, but then to preserve uh, being authentic and playing the good music and the music that I like, I chose to have another job to support me and I can choose the good gigs. I'm not forced to play. Wow. Was that tough, Roni, for you? No, I I use the I mean, and a job is not that far. It's creative. We're basically choreographing water. We're doing the like the Dubai fountain and the waterfall and expo. Yeah. Okay. I do that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's (laughs) that's incredible. And that's music and motion. And it's uh, a lot of problem solving, which keeps (laughs) your brain fresh. Wow. If someone would ask Roni Afif, how many gigs you played in the UAE? Do you have a number? (laughs) A lot. I I don't remember. (laughs) Especially like the days between 2006 to 2008. Yeah. It was just nonstop. Wow. Was. Do you do you have a favorite moment, like when you look back at your career in the UAE specifically, 2006 and seven, until now? Do you have a favorite moment that Roni Afif, and maybe someone who would hear this segment, remember that moment? It was not documented. It was like just nahna uh, We we knew. Was was there a moment like that back then? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, <laughs> there was a lot of moments. G- like give me that. one moment that comes to your mind right now. Doesn't mean like it's a good thing or a bad memory or a good memory. Something that comes to your mind right now, an, an anecdote. Uh, I can't think of anything. <laughs> like that, that, like for example, I'm a big fan of Abri. Yeah. And and Abri, the way he performs is incredible. Like you know, mm-hmm. so uh, I want. Is there anything with him that you remember that we can talk about? In terms of like you know something that. Oh, I, I mean, there's a lot I can't remember. I don't know if we can talk about. <laughs> oh God, uh, did did Abri ever uh, when when because the, the kind of music yeah. that you guys do is a lot of improvisation, right? Yes, yes, within w- the frame. Exactly. Within the frame, yeah. do, how does that work with with with, with musicians? Do, do you know what's going to so, happen? Uh, <laughs> no, but that's the that's the beauty of it. I that's guess. the beauty of it. We know the song, mm. but what we know the beginning of the song. Okay. The lyrics, obviously. Yeah. Right. What happens between then <laughs> and at the end is it's improvised. That's and I can't. I think like the most uh, fun I had on stage mm. where we had fun. Yeah. We had we had moments that were not fun as well. Okay. But like mostly the like where I enjoyed and I was feeling in a spot and yeah. I, I was happy yeah. was the days when we were playing uh, with Avri. Wow. Like the days, especially when we were performing, I, I forgot the year, but when we were doing Pizza Express and JLD. Pizza Express. I think this is where I met you guys. Like Those, this is where, were, mm. the, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> um, when someone speaks to you about the UAE music community or scene, what, what are your thoughts about it? Do you keep a close eye? Because I think there's a lot of circles right here. So there's the circles of musicians, you know, who play that kind of type of music. And there's the circles of like, you know, there's a couple of rappers and there's like, you know, the indie pop. Do you look at all this or or no? For me, there's two circles. Okay. Authentic, wow. providing good, <laughs> a good music. Yeah. And someone, I, I wouldn't put, there's people are trying. There are people trying hard. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to 
put those people down. 100%. And there's people pretending to do. Pretending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. You present, you do your job with passion, properly, and uh, there, there's no variables within that equation. Hmm. It's you play or you don't play. You go on stage, hmm. there's no hiding. Your clothes won't hide you. You're exposed. You're there. 100%. It's you play mm. or you can't play. Yeah. No, but I, I love that. But don't you also agree that the kind of music that you're in doesn't get a lot of appreciation? Like amongst, I'm talking about even the UAE music as a, as a, as a, as a community. I think because you guys, um, it's, it's like we need more hype in a way. I feel like this kind of type of music yeah. needs more it's like only certain people go and watch it and, and see. They don't appreciate the music. I mean, it's uh, let's uh, let's put it in another way. Okay. Like I do my research. I do uh, my work to stay in shape. I do my study. I deal with my fears. I do the whole thing, mm. and I show up and I play. And I would expect not the same effort. I would expect 3% of that Ooh. from the listener. Mm. If you're coming, you know, like if you're going to explore something new. Like when you go, uh, let's say when you go to an art exhibition. Yeah. You don't go with assuming something. You know, you Correct. go, you keep, keep you an go and, and you look and you experiment and you get the impressions and you leave with those impressions. Whether... On a personal level or in the inner circle, whether they're good impressions, bad impressions, the goal is it did leave an impression. Mm. The rest is all yours. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, no, what I'm, 100%, I agree with that. I just think that much of the music and the collectives that you we have right here is something that needs to be hyped more, understood more. I think music is becoming this snackable content. Yeah. And that for me is way a bit hurts me a little bit. I go like, music is a process and it's a journey. And it's a, people want to hear something quick, something trendy. Oh, how many views it got? I'm like, what does the views have to do with the music? And this is where I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah. You and, know, so, um, and it's and this rush, this uh, rush, this uh, compressed, mm. uh, compressed time and space where they want to achieve super fast is migrating to the younger musician generation now. Oh my, that, that's a problem, I think. That's one, the miraculous place at the UAE is you can buy your instrument and two weeks later you can start doing gigs. And I've seen it and I still see it and it happens but every is day. It, isn't that insane? It's insane and more important, it does not mean that the guy can play. <laughs> or it should, oh God. You know? Yeah, that, so so it, they're, it, they're rushing with that under any... You can't do that with medicine or with accounting or you'll go to jail. <laughs> but with mu how, how is it so flexible? With music. We don't want to do music police. I'm not saying that. Yeah. You know? yeah. But uh, how is it acceptable to the, to the general public it's the music, to hear something music unrefined mm. like that? And they would clap at the end. And it, it's an automatic thing. It's like the streams. Oh, it's silence. Let's clap. <laughs> Never you know? thought about it that way, Salaha. It's uh, it's interesting how you, uh, yeah, wow, very interesting um, yeah. way of thought. Do you think, Ronnie, uh, as we're wrapping up, do you think anything we can do to uh, improve that <laughs> element? 
it's it's up to us to keep putting good, good music. music. That's it. There's nothing. Uh, and mm. but here, I mean, the, the devil's advocate will tell you, oh, but music is subjective. What do you think? What do you think is good? Someone else might think is bad, and so on. That's, I think, the debate. I mean, the, I I'm not talking about taste or shape or color. You're I'm, talking I'm, techniques. Yes, okay. please. That's that's the general truth. You cannot talk about that. Mm. It's not debatable. You know, once you master your instrument, play the content that you want. Nobody mm. has nothing against you. Or, I mean, don't say master the instrument. If your style is just two chords, one chord and a beat, just once you hear one note, if it's done properly and from the heart, it leaves an impact. Nobody can say anything. Mm. I, I love the fact that you're very passionate about this. And I think when we ask you right now, where is Roni Afif right now? Like now at this at this space and this time, are you working on new music? Do we do we see uh, another zoruf? Um, are you working on on something? What are you currently working on now? I'm I'm trying to. I'm writing music. I'm not trying to, but I'm trying to. You're writing music. <laughs> to release it, yeah. Okay. And it's it's in the process, and it might take long, but okay. uh, there would be a shift away from the era. Of Zuruf. Of Zuruf. I think it's Zuruf Rahat. Okay. You know, well, yeah, yeah, we'll do something else. No, 100%. It's, it's different in Zuruf right now, yeah, which is yeah. like circumstances. Yeah. I mean, circumstances. Um, do, do you have like a specific name uh, for this upcoming one or no, not yet? Not yet. Okay. Zuruf 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, it's been a pleasure just speaking to you. And I feel like, you know, obviously time just really um, was so quick. Um, can we expect anything this year from you as Roni? Or, or no, not yet. This year, from not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. Uh, where can people see you if you're if they're hearing you right now and they like some of the things that you said and they like the music? Do you? Wait, is there a certain residency that you're in yes, that you can yes. talk about? I I perform on Wednesdays and Thursdays at Chess Lounge, the IFC. What time? We start at ten thirty till late. Okay, ten thirty till late. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess the last question would be. Uh, to you, Roni. Um, obviously, you're a family man as well. What, what, what is, what is your dream? Like, what's the dream? What's Roni Afif's dream? I mean, to be happier than the day before. Wow, <laughs> that's like that's a that's a that, recurrent dream. Yes, of mm. course. I mean, there's yeah, uh, and there's nothing wrong of living uh, not 100 percent, but more or less purposeless. Wow. You know, just focus on the process. You go every day, be happier than the day, be better than the day before, and right. move on to the next. Did you ever think about writing a book or something like that? Because it's interesting. I'm just getting to know you. And there's a <laughs> lot of things right there that are like interesting in terms of like the, 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 what, what goes on in the mind of a precautionist, a drummer. Um, you know, I think the question I get the most, um, especially with musicians, do you ever play and your mind is not with you? Like you're, you're not really focused about what you play. You have other things and you still play. You still do the job. That's a part of the practice routine. Oof. Yeah. I, like, uh, and I started doing that when I met Stanley Jordan here in one of the jazz festivals in Abu Dhabi. And he was doing that. If he starts practicing and he couldn't focus, he was thinking something else, he would stop, meditate, bring his mind back together and come in. Oh. Uh, it can happen sometimes on a gig, but uh, thankfully, 
not that much. I think Alhamdulillah, you were able to, and I love the way you're speaking about you, you, your passion and, and where you are. Ladies and gentlemen, Roni Afif is a name that we all should love and respect. I think you, you know, in this kind of um, 40, 50 minute conversation, we're not going to be able to really dive deep. I still want to get you in for a second time because you are just really incredible, man. I, I really salute you. And I want you to know, uh, Roni, um, I want to give you your flowers. And meaning, I want to give you your respect. You, I've been here for five years and a half, and I've heard like incredible things about you. I've heard how you were able to impact, the, you know, the music community here, especially with musicians. So, and I love the fact that you are still keeping all the values and the, the realness of it. So, um, respect to you. Uh, any last words you'd like to say? Go ahead. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for having the show and then uh, letting us tell. Or actually letting us be heard. Of course. Yeah. Uh, man, oh man. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> um, I'm going to put you on the spot at the end. Um, what's, a, what's a record we can play right now? Same, uh, not from you. Anything that you kind of like listening to. Um, give me something random, whatever it is. Random? Uh, Bjork, Pagan Poetry. Whoa. Yeah, well. that's really random. <laughs> yeah, see? That's specific. Oh, man. Okay. Don't ever challenge a drummer, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, peace and love to all. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, thank you, Roni, again for your time. People can follow you on Roni Afif on Instagram. Roni's mu- Roni Afif Music. Roni Afif Music. Go follow him on Instagram. Um, peace and love. And we say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Salam, Roni. Thank you. Peace.